0: everyone. Welcome to episode eight of the Disaster Dads. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, We're really happy to have you on with our episode today. We're going to be talking about Thanksgiving safety, Thanksgiving preparedness, just, you know, in general, how to survive your Thanksgiving holidays with either your immediate family, your extended family, your friends, families, whoever you have how you can get there safely and then actual practical items about being safe in the kitchen with the kids and with your family and friends. So, uh, this is Eric, your host of the disaster dads. And today we have a full disaster dad roundup of Dan, Rob, Joe, and Frank. Glad to have everyone on board. Um, and, uh, uh, Due to scheduling issues at all, we're still doing Skype. It seems to work out well for us. Technology is there and supporting us. And so we're going to walk our way into the 22nd century while uh, uh, never leaving our basements, offices, or kitchens. So... uh, you know with that i'm i'm thankful for all of our listeners really happy to have you join us again uh, visit us at disasterdads.com check us out on twitter at disaster dads and let us know some of your thoughts uh what we got right what we got wrong um and things that you may be looking for for future episodes of the disaster dads um we're always interested in um Uh, new topics uh doing a little bit of research and and trying to either inform ourselves so that we can inform you so we look forward to doing that and uh, welcome all of your input and thoughts with that uh, i'm gonna just get started about uh started in on some uh, thanksgiving preparedness um, for the the disaster dads are going to be getting together on their own disaster dads thanksgiving so that's going to be a highly entertaining time uh with 10 adults nine kids and um everything that's associated with that. And it's just a small microcosm that I know that many families are going to be dealing with this week as they prepare for their Thanksgiving, either hopping on the train, hopping on the plane, uh, doing that long car ride with multiple pit stops and multiple stops for Dr. Pepper. And, um, maybe stopping to pull the side of the road to remind one child, which half of the car seat is, or uh, car seat is theirs and not their siblings. So, uh, that was the Thanksgiving's I, I'd, I'd fondly recall driving from, you know, uh, southern montana to northern montana every every holiday and uh, when i was younger i did i my sister and i did have issues over who had what part of the the we had a you know 19 early 90s caravan i mean so it was one of those huge caravans so there was plenty of space for everyone but you still had to fight over it is it a two-day trip or a
1: th- three-day trip for that?
0: Uh- well, it depends on how many rivers you had to ford and if the ox was able to survive. It depends
2: on how many horses you hook up to the caravan.
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: There you go. Wood
1: pan- wood paneling or no No wood paneling?
0: No wood paneling. I don't think my mom would go for that.
1: But So not a real caravan. Is not, a right. no,
0: not that kind of a caravan. But I appreciate the thought going that direction. Um, but so, you know... G- we're getting ready to get together and, and I've been thinking about some of the issues that we're having to deal with with having that many people in a small space, you know? So I just wanted to, you know, see what some of the issues that the dads can also talk about. We, we are going to talk about, and we might as well just talk about the first thing because it's highly popular on YouTube. And it's something that uh, I've enjoyed doing for many years is the deep fryer. Um, if you haven't had an opportunity to do this, I, I recommend you just go to YouTube and just, deep fire explosion deep fire eruption whatever you may want to call it it is one of the best turkeys that you can make but it also is one of the most dangerous turkeys you can ever make so um it's it's i've done it i think probably about eight years uh, have any of the other dads done deep fryers for turkey no, no. just yours Nope. i see And i thought it was i thought it was something that everyone had to do at least once you had to deep fry a turkey did I miss I I, the I memo watched I you got? do
3: it. <laughs> I watched you do it, and that was all I needed to do.
1: I watched the videos. It looked dangerous. That was as close as I got.
0: It, it can be dangerous. I think I saw you trying to talk, Rob, but there is no actual audio coming from you. Uh, so while you re- there you go. Give it a try now. How can you tell? <laughs> I, I, I saw him. It looked like he had something very funny he was <laughs> I, trying to say, but there was no audio, but he was laughing. Yeah, that, that that train has sail. We, we can keep going. <laughs> that train has sailed. Train sail. Trail soon. Wow. That is a very cool train. We've got a caravan and a sailing train. This is this is turning more into my niche of transportation episodes. And very little Thanksgiving preparedness. Yeah. Well,
4: we getting worked at? off a uh, Friendsgiving food coma, so <laughs> bear
0: with me. <laughs> so So if you are going to be deep-frying a turkey, there are a couple things I would recommend. A, watch the videos to find out what not to do when you're deep-frying a turkey. Uh, But B, no matter matter what type of turkey you do, what kind of seasoning or whatever you have, you need to make sure that thing is thawed. Uh, And the outside of the turkey may seem thawed give it that little extra day before you try to do it, you know, put it, put it in the refrigerator, you know, six days instead of five days, or depending on the size, you know, right now I've got a 24 pound Turkey in the refrigerator and it's been there for um, almost 10 days now thawing, even though I'm not defrying this year, I'm just trying to give it that extra time because the inside of a Turkey takes a long time to thaw out. And any of those ice crystals, when they get into uh, the grease from uh, the hot grease, when you're frying it, that thing turns into a Turkey projectile. It's almost like a MythBusters episode.
2: Have you had any close calls, Eric? Uh,
0: I have not had close calls with it possibly exploding. The very first one I did, I um, I didn't realize that the oil would shoot out the cavity of the turkey, kind of like a volcano. And so I willy-nilly, uh, just practice. I mean, I've read the stuff, you know, do it slowly, whatever, what I mean, how much, how slow is slow. So you've got this little hook that's maybe only six inches, seven inches long, and you're slowly putting in there, uh, an eruption of hot oil came up about, I don't know, a foot, maybe, a uh, just a little over a foot scared the bejeebers out of me. So then I just dropped the Turkey into the deep fryer oil goes everywhere that catches fire underneath on the propane. And, um, my my safety device to protect my protect the uh brick that i had in that little patio where we were living at the time was cardboard which then got coated in hot oil which then caught fire a little bit um so it 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 wasn't exactly an explosion but it was definitely a bit of a cf as i tried to uh uh, get it under control and make sure that i didn't catch the uh, because i did take it away from the house but i uh, didn't want to catch the um the fence on fire in the backyard cuz that I, we were renting at the time and that would not have gone over well <laughs> so not an explosion but definitely something to be aware of um but an amazing tasting turkey but there's a lot that goes into it it's more than just your your standard oven preparation so uh, anyone have any other pointers from videos that they've watched regarding it
3: make sure they- you I was going to say, make sure that you put the right amount of oil in there, because if you fill it up too high, again, you drop the turkey in, there it goes.
4: Yeah, all that overflow is going right onto your propane burner.
0: Yeah. And I was just i was going to say, they probably don't make videos of the proper way to do it. You only watch the videos of when things goes go, go horribly wrong. Uh, I did see State Farm had the guys from uh, Duck Dynasty. They were doing a uh, Thanksgiving safety promo. Um, so it's still a A big issue that's being talked about, and I'm not exactly sure. I've only seen a couple episodes of Duck Dynasty, but you don't forget who those guys are; they stick with you.
1: Watch it while you can. They just said they're ending their show. So really, that's been after after 11
4: seasons. It's only been 11 seasons. Well, whatever a season is in TV science today. I I've never watched it.
0: Yeah, it's it's entertaining, but you. For another tangential episode, because the election episode went over well, so maybe the dads will do a tangent one every now and then as kind of a, a preparedness palate cleanser. But uh, seasons, when you watch old MacGyver episodes on Netflix, there's like 23 episodes a season. Now, when you watch a season of a show, it's like 11 episodes. I feel yeah. like I, I feel like my younger self. Now that I can under, enjoy TV better, I'm missing the kind of options that were available when I was younger. But that's for a whole nother episode. Um, but so those are some of the deep fryer issues, but those also lead into other issues associated with, uh, Thanksgiving preparedness within, within the household. So you have a lot of people coming over that may not, um, either may not be familiar with the layout of your kitchen or whatever. And I'm, uh, I'm specifically, specifically thinking about like young kids. Uh, are there things that any of y'all dads do when, uh, I mean, we all, uh, who's got the oldest. I think, Me. I think Frank's oh, got God. the oldest. Yeah. I mean, so for those, I mean, oldest relative. I mean, it's not like they're, you know, going off to college any day soon, but, uh, the kind of stuff that you have to prepare with the little ones. And then even to, to your age, Frank, I mean, they, they're a little more, uh, I guess inquisitive and willing to yeah. go do and do more things maybe not on <laughs> purpose so like what kind of steps do you maybe take when you have a large family gathering or, or things where there's lots of sharp knives lots of hot items lots of uh, ovens opening up do you put rules out there for the kids well, my, my kids
3: pretty much know to stay away from the the uh the stove and stuff like that but i go back to that old 80s psa that used to run on tv about keep those pot handles turned in Yep. Make sure that the kids can't get by pot handles. Uh, knives are bad.
1: There was a PSA for that.
4: Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Google it.
4: Uh, what Was that at the end of the water. G.I. Joe episode? <laughs>
3: yeah. Probably. <laughs> G.I. Joe or Saturday morning cartoons, one of the two.
4: The, the two easy ways you can go with kids, and, and you know my four year old, my two year old, they, they are already getting into helping in the kitchen. They want to be a part of it. So either. Bring them in on the the safe steps, or if you've got a lot of family around you, know, the other family members can entertain whoever's not on cooking detail. Uh, go out and get on the football detail or something
0: like that. Uh, yeah, other, we, other have, we have
4: large gatherings. Perhaps.
3: When we have large gatherings, there's usually a few other kids here, so the kids are out of the way. They're downstairs or upstairs. They're doing something, watching TV, so they're they're usually out of the way. But my six year old likes to bake. And my three-year-old actually likes to get over the stove and cook. So I'll usually stand next to him and help him and show him, you know, don't get too close to the – don't touch the pan, don't get too close to the flame, things like that.
0: Yeah. Now, something I haven't done um, but I've I've kind of read about and I think it's highly – it's a very interesting idea. We have a play kitchen, you know, for the girls downstairs. Some people bring the play kitchen up closer to where the actual meal prep is going on just so that the kid can use that to mimic what they see all the adults do. Has anyone tried that? No. I don't have a play kitchen.
4: We, we have our play kitchen is actually in, uh, out, outside the living room, not far from the kitchen. So, yeah, there is a lot of uh, mimicking, play cooking going on at the same time.
0: Yeah, but I thought that was a good idea, and that's one way to – Keep the kids engaged in in you know the traditions that are going on and the activities that are taking place in the household, but also give them enough activities to kind of stay out of the way. Um, uh, the dads and, and many of those that are listening know that. Um, is, I, I I try to prepare as best I can for things, but sometimes I just miss certain steps. Preparing for like a holiday dinner, that's that's all my wife does she does all the great planning for all that and she thinks ahead for all the different things to the even to the levels where you've got the menu of meal items for the for the day but then you've got the menu of activity items for all of the kids and or possible other adults who are not of the um, cooking inclination so like when you are planning for your large holiday gatherings in this case we're talking thanksgiving because that is a big one maybe make multiple lists and and different things that you can plan out So that's one thing to do. Um, But you're also having a lot of people visit you. And um, I think Dan has talked about this in the past before about making sure that, you know, if you have people coming to visit of, you know, a more mature status that they have all the medications that they may need or you may know what's going on. So in case something happens, you can you can help them out. Was that you that was talking about that before, Dan?
2: uh yeah i think so i think i may have used different words but uh yeah if you have old people coming to your house get ready to deal with old people things
1: uh i was what are what are old people things
2: personally i've never had anybody in my house more mature than i am so i don't know how to prepare for that um but yeah i mean obviously you know you're you should be pretty well prepared to deal with what's going on in your house, you know, for so for all of us, that means, you know, you've got your ice packs and your band-aids with animated characters ready to go on a moment's (laughs) notice.
0: But, uh, that's for the old people too, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, funny story. I cut myself shaving on the uh, earlier this week, um, and had to head out to go to a client meeting. So (laughs) grabbed the first band-aid I could find. And, uh, Headed out, put it on my neck, and headed out because I, I didn't have time to deal with it. And uh, got some really strange looks during the commute. And went, finally, like looked at myself with my phone, and uh, I had grabbed a um, uh, Sully or uh, what's the one-eyed thing from uh, Sully. Front? No, no, he's the blue one from Monsters Inc. The, the Billy Crystal one. Mike
0: Wazowski.
2: Mike Aus- Wazowski. I had Mike Wazowski on my neck um, <laughs> to go um, uh, deal with some work stuff. So luckily I was able to take it off before I had to walk into the meeting. But uh, I really yeah. wanted someone, I on the,
0: uh, someone on the train oh. to come up to you and go,
3: Mike Wazowski, Mike Wazowski. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, which probably still would have been better than, why is there blood all over your neck? Um, so there you go. Uh, uh, but yeah, so – you know, for Thanksgiving, it, obviously, if you're going to have guests in your house, especially for a couple days, um, you're going to want to think about, uh, you know, what their needs might be. If uh, something were to happen, uh, you know, do they have any particularly um, significant medical issues that you need to be aware of that they're working with, that they're dealing with? Or uh, also just in the same way that we talk about being prepared in case you have to leave your house Um, with speed, what does that mean? Does that mean now you have to talk about taking two cars instead of one car or how do you just fit everyone? If you need to get out of your house, um, how do you account for that?
0: And especially if you do have little ones, do you have enough car seats to accommodate everyone and they can fit in all the, the vehicles? I, you know, we were talking about that with one of our earlier episodes about just in general preparedness for emergencies and, and having to help out your neighbors you know just know what your options are and what you have available to you yep i mean that can be said for just about any sort of issue or um activity that you walk yourself into but uh it's it's important when you have you know elderly family members or or neighbors if you're doing friends giving type of things and including them into activities that you just know what you may have to deal with beside beyond the just uh you know, avoiding certain political conversations or, you know, making sure you don't mention the story about so-and-so when they were a kid and someone still holds a grudge 50 years later. I don't know about you guys, but those used to be some of my fun stories as a child. Um, No one really was a grudge, but I did hear a lot of the same stories over and over again, and I almost thought that I was there, and I wasn't even, like, a thought in anyone's mind at that point.
2: Good preparation for the firehouse. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Repetition of
0: stories. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that works out that way. Um, so, you know, medical safety, uh, it's important for, for you, for everyone else. Um, and, uh, even on a, on a different level, if you are inviting a lot of family members over, just make sure, even if you've known them for a long time, you just keep asking, uh, you ask them all if they have any known allergies, you know, as you're preparing things, cause that'd be the kind of the worst thing. If someone has developed a shellfish allergy and you're making, you know, shrimp and grits and <laughs> they swell up the size of what Joe, you're making a face. Have you ever had shrimp, shrimp and grits? Not for
1: Thanksgiving or Christmas, but
0: <laughs> it's a, it's okay. A, a I don't a, I've never had it because I don't like shrimp because um, they're like the rats of the sea. They just eat everything on you, the floor.
4: You so, just have a problem with seafood, which we're still trying to get you over.
0: I do. I do have an issue with seafood, but no. Apparently, shrimp and grits, gr- shrimp and grits, ship shrimp and grits is a um, kind of a staple for Thanksgiving. Start of a holiday type of thing. I had no idea. Hmm. The more you know. Talk about PSAs. Um, so again, make sure that you have an idea of what kind of medical issues may be coming your way when you have people coming to visit. Um, uh, the, and another thing, talking about visiting and all of that, I'd, I'd like to, the, the transportation uh, wonk in me would have difficulty not mentioning this, is just making sure that you have, that you travel safe. Um, you know, no matter which route you're taking, the pain, plane, train, automobile, you know, make sure that you give yourself enough time to to get where you're going. Um, the Thanksgiving holiday is is a huge travel holiday. Uh, a lot of people on the roads, uh, especially this year, we're kind of out of a. Uh, it's, we're seeing an uptick in the amount of vehicle miles traveled across the country, which also just. The more people that are out there on the roads, the more likely you are to get in some sort of uh, crash or accident. And so, you know, just be aware of your of the uh, terrain that you're driving through. If you're not used to winter driving and it starts to snow, slow down. Give yourself a little extra time. Um, you know, give yourself a little extra time, even if you're not driving all the way to, you know, the grandparents' house or somebody like that, but you're just going to the airport. You know, make sure that you're going to fight, you know, you're going to have to deal with a lot of extra lines so that you are patient and with what you're doing and you're just calm and you've got all your kids organized. Um, you know, again, you've got the coloring books or whatever. Uh, the newest thing in our house has been the, uh, Kindle fire for keeping things entertained. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, that's got great parental control. So if you haven't looked into that, the only thing, uh, Amazon, if you're listening, uh, make the, um, Oh crap. What is it called? The, what is the program called that the kids have on the Kindle fire? Um, Whatever the app is, that like. uh, the Distractatron? <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> whatever. Whatever the program is that allows it, allow music there. That's the one thing my kid really likes. Uh, radio, and you can't get radio through the kid, the kid uh, user interface.
2: Oh God! Do you really want to give your kid radio control in the car?
0: Well, with headphones, yes, and oh. it's, I find it to be better than um, you know just watching t- if she doesn't want to watch a movie or whatever just wants radio i'm not i mean who's going to argue with that so amazon that's one thing but make sure you've got those together uh it looks like dan has one of the distractotrons with him uh anyone else have good things other than like do you have like one item that you have to make sure that you pack for your kid in case they uh, start to go chernobyl on you
2: oh i mean it changes every time we leave the house
0: <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> usually the ipad and the leap pad
2: well, I think one the one- there was one weekend when my two year old wouldn't leave the house without an avocado. And we we're like, that's cool. Let's go. Get
1: the avocado That was, that was pretty hilarious. Yeah. Really? The Instagram photos there were pretty good, yeah.
0: Wouldn't leave without an avocado? No. Refused. Did you have to have Everybody same- needs a friend. Did you have the same avocado? Did you draw like a face on it or something? I must have missed this. It was one avocado. <laughs> Did you name him? Was his name Hess? <laughs> no, his name was I
4: guacamole name.
2: It was just the cado. <laughs> Daddy, I need the cotto <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> I avocado, that.
0: let's That's do it. Great. Uh, so make sure you travel. That could be the new thing. So whenever we leave the house, we have to make sure we have our own personal avocado ready just in <laughs> case. Um, so okay, we know that Dan had the avocado. Joe's changes every now and then. Um, there you, you go. Know, Frank, Rob, do you guys have any item that you have to have before you go on some sort of extended trip?
4: Uh, we we usually have a basket of books, toys. The, we got the old school MagnaDoodle tablets uh, in the car at all times. So there's a, just a basket system between the two car seats. Um, for longer trips, we do have the portable DVD players. So if we're heading north for a couple hours um, or wherever, we'll we'll throw in a, the movie. And yeah. but the kids have that it. They, they love that. Um,
3: yeah, we throw in the iPad, the LeapPad. We have the DVD player, so they'll just watch something. In the car, but usually I have one of those two with them. And probably yeah. some, some Transformer or Star Wars Stormtrooper or something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: So, but Eric, just talking about driving safety in general around Thanksgiving, I think the other thing to keep in mind is, you know, Wednesday night before Thanksgiving is when all the college kids get back into town and want to go and meet up, and then they have to get home. Thursday, especially later in the in the day when people are leaving Thanksgiving celebrations and going home, the chances of um, of running into an impaired driver are just going to be higher, and yep. that's a proven yep. data point that those are it's statistically significant that you're more likely to run into an impaired driver on a Thanksgiving or the night before than you are on an just an average day, and so everything you do to be conscientious when you're driving, you just need to make sure you're really paying attention to meaning leave space between you and other cars. You see a car, uh, acting really aggressively or being really dumb, let them get ahead. You know, there's no reason to sort of macho up and feel like you, you know, you can't let them pass you or anything like that. Just let them get out of there, uh, and go down the road, hopefully, and get home to sleep it off. Uh, that's just, uh,
0: or, or you could call 911 because, uh, law enforcement oh, is going to well, be out. Yeah. our law enforcement is totally out in force during the holiday period they're doing a lot of well, uh dui checkpoints all those kind of things so you should see those going on too yeah because uh, you're right dan it's it's a it's this is a very high point for impaired driving uh and you know uh to go down the transportation walk angle for just a second we're seeing a lot more um uh Marijuana impaired drivers as well. We don't have all the data yet on it, but I mean, with recreational marijuana, you're not just seeing people that are, are you know, uh, drinking alcohol. You're going to be impaired from a lot of different things. Also, you're impaired when you're drowsy. So if you've been on the road a long time by Wednesday, if you leave by Tuesday to get someplace and you're driving, you know, you could be a little, um, little dangerous as well. So, so yeah, it's
3: likewise too. On Thanksgiving evening itself, people going home, they've had wine or some type of alcohol, beer, whatever. They might be a little too impaired to drive. Watch the people who are leaving your house. Um, you don't want to let them go out if they've had too much to drink and then you're you're responsible for it.
0: Yeah, Uber and Lyft are great options for those that are in an urban area. And um, they've traditionally offered some sort of um, uh, discount or promotion around around the holidays. So that's something that you can be able to take care of there too. So. Uh, that, that, that's, I'll get off my transportation soapbox. You know, it's, it's a big time. It's a lot of family out there. So, uh, you know, be careful whenever you, whenever you get on the roads, um, you know, we've hit, we've kind of gone all over the border on different things, you know, uh, make sure that your pot handles are off. I'm also going to say, uh, watch your knives, knives, N- watch the knife. knife, knives in your house because it's niffs, nips,
2: <laughs> <laughs> knives, please, knife. Joe. Please, Joe, don't be ridiculous.
0: It's connives. <laughs> uh, just keep an, uh, keep an eye on all the connives you have in your house because, uh, you know, A, that you, you're going to be using a lot more for a lot of different items. And You set one down, you grab another, you know, so you may not be paying attention to where they all are. Those little hands will find them. Um, I like to take preventative measures within my household and make sure all the knives are dull so that there's not a danger to anyone. Um, some sure. people may not want to go that far. Wrong. You know, they may not Wrong. want to go that far, but, uh... Great, so you're
3: not going to carve the turkey tomorrow. You're going to shred it with oh, your yeah. dull knives.
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's it's a, it's a proven fact that if they're not sharp, they don't get hurt. <laughs> the butter knife is what we'll be using, so... Um, but, you know, keep an eye on those kind of things. Uh, things that, you know, little hands will find immediately um, and, and take care of that. Uh, but I do... Uh, I do want to end on a uh, not necessarily preparedness note, but uh, pre-show the dads were talking just a little bit about traditions, and so going to be sort of putting them on the spot here, and you know, going to end on uh, this is uh, again hat tip to Rob. It was his idea to have a conversation about the traditions, but um, you know, what are some holiday traditions? You know, doesn't have to be preparedness related, or so you know, some of your favorite things that your family does or some of your favorite foods, Uh, I will say, and um, it might back me up, jelly or uh, cranberries in a can, jelly cranberries in a can, big hit for me personally, huge, uh, huge memory of mine as a child. Um, And I see some some heads nodding around the, uh, you know, around the screens. I think uh, I can, I'm not the only one that has enjoyed jelly cranberries.
4: Should we bring five cans of those tomorrow to your house? Yes, each person brings a can. That's your admission for your family. <laughs> right. uh, and I, I, it, I think it is easily safe to say that the one endorsement that da, the dads will give so far is, is canned cranberries over absolutely anything else. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, actually, this is a, technically our second endorsement. The first endorsement was "Don't be an unofficial poll watcher." Uh, the Correct. second endorsement. <laughs> second <laughs> endorsement is jelly cranberries. They're very close. They're very out? related. They're very related. <laughs> so. Oh. So, jelly cranberries are a big thing for, for me. That's, you know, I know it's kind of a, a weak sauce tradition, but uh, it's a jellied sauce tradition. Uh, but uh, it's something I got. Um, anybody else have a, a tradition they want to share? It oh, doesn't, I've even, got have, doesn't one. even have to be food related.
2: So, before Joe blows the roof off with his.
1: <laughs> no. No, I've got a, I've got a real one this time. Did a little <laughs> more thinking. no.
2: Oh, that's, that's a shame, denying our audience what they really need. But uh, so um, my dad's family is um, Swedish and very Swedish. And so my grandmother, uh, when she was still with us, used to always make uh, Swedish coffee bread uh, every year and bring it up. And then after she passed away, my grandfather uh, would um, go, found a Swedish bakery near his house and would special order the bread to bring up uh for Thanksgiving. Uh now that he's no longer with us, my wife actually this year to surprise my dad uh found a uh a, a friend of hers that was going on a business trip near the bakery in Connecticut where uh my grandfather used to always go. So she went in our for us Got the bread, brought it back here, so it'll be here for uh, for this year's Thanksgiving.
4: That's some solid work. I like that one. Yeah.
1: That's that's going that's above good. and beyond that's, points. Yeah, that's some good yeah. So the moral of the story is people that buy this, buy or make this bread, die.
2: Wow, you really went dark there, Joe. Uh, I'm pretty Science. sure that despite all medical advances, 10 out of 10 people still eventually die. Regardless of the bread. For, except for Dick Cheney.
0: <laughs> Is he still alive? Maybe he's
4: not right? Yeah well,
0: who there was some sci-fi movie where the guy like had sand in his body and he lived forever. I can't remember what that one was. Oh yeah. Um,
2: uh, Hellboy. Um, yeah,
0: yes. So um, so we've got Dan's. I've got Jelly Cranberry, Joe.
1: Oh, I've I've got
0: you've stepped up. No,
1: So we were talking earlier and I came up with something pretty lame. But now I have a good one. And (laughs) it's like to say it's a tradition that happens every year is probably. But when we were kids, my sister and I would always fight over the wishbone. And like the whole thing with the wishbone, right? It's part of the turkey, the two little bones and you break them in half. You're supposed to dry out the wishbone and do this like weeks after Thanksgiving where you break it. But my sisters and I would always fight over it and then spray bone marrow all over the kitchen. <laughs> and <laughs> So that became a thing for like three years. So if doing it three years in a row counts as a tradition, we will count that as my family Thanksgiving tradition. So your tradition is to spray bad. bone marrow everywhere. Yeah, basically. I like it. Yeah.
3: Can I or, do or it? Don't you have one more?
0: Don't you usually have one more? Uh, uh, oh, you know what? Oh, uh, that is a, that is an amazing Frank. Hold that to the end. Yeah, we'll hold that. I'll, I'll actually, god, I'm glad you're I not on too. your cruise. I, the <laughs> amount of conversation we had, we still didn't even. I, I, oh, oh, points to Frank today. You'll he, you'll get in in a couple minutes. We'll, we'll get to that. So uh, oh, that'll be the, that'll be a, that'll probably be another endorsement of the uh, disaster dads. But yeah. besides that, Frank, do you have another tradition? Oh, god, that was really good
3: um you know not, not for thanksgiving i think i've been starting the last few years trying to come up with some type of different cocktail for christmas for thanksgiving uh pre-gaming but that's about it
0: <laughs> so to deal with your family and your kids you pre-game for thanksgiving and drink cocktails <laughs> yes <laughs> that that is a that strong. is an excellent tradition uh, that's strong yeah you're, you're you're going good on that one um Rob, do you have any good ones?
4: Yeah, I, I've got two standout traditions uh, in my family growing up, and uh, the first one was, we called it You Snooze, You Lose, and it was basically the first person to drop into the food coma and fall asleep, uh, ended up with a handful of whipped cream or some kind of some kind of prank to go to go with that. Uh, but the bigger one that we always do is my brother and I would play, my dad and my uncle, in street football. Uh, Grunting foot off you, yards weren't really that big, so we, we went out into the the street in front of the house and played, and it got to a point where one year we decided we were going to make trophies, and, and I actually still have one. <laughs> uh, some some liquid courage, uh, liquid inspiration may have been used in the making of the trophy, and I'm, I'm going to show the dads over Skype, and I'll happily uh, get a picture of it for the show notes, uh, but we end up at a dollar store and just found a duck, and we're like, that's ah, it's a duck, it's a bird, that's close to Thanksgiving, uh, and we managed to... <laughs> Jam it through an empty beer can. So my brother and I each have one of these. <laughs> for those
0: and, uh, for those not able to see our Skype call right now, it that, is a
3: Budweiser a can thing,
0: with a wooden duck. It is glorious.
3: Yeah. I, I, I will get a picture. We'll put it on the show notes. it make a great fantasy football
0: league trophy for the loser. Pretty,
4: yeah. So uh, whoever
3: wants <laughs> to It's your family,
0: Shiva. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was a great show too. Yeah, so
4: that, that's our uh, that's our turkey ball trophy that we called it. That could it. be another endorsement of the Disaster Dads this is
0: the league. The league. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, all
4: right, let's get our uh, let's get our big one that Frank reminded so, us all of so, and endorse that.
0: And, I'm, uh, I'm very proud of Frank pulling this up. <laughs> I'm very disappointed in myself for not for not remembering it. Is that um, I don't I mean I don't know if it's just me or the family or whatever and. Did you guys grow up with this tradition? It's – and if you haven't – if you have grown up with this tradition, you know, let us know and, and uh, let us know that we're also not crazy. Every day at noon, the local radio station – at noon on Thanksgiving Day, the local radio station would play um, uh, Arlo Guthrie's Alice's Restaurant Massacre. And, um, you know, we would be able to listen to it driving to family. That it's what? It's like 20 minutes long,
1: I think 18-something yeah. minutes long. Eight,
0: um, 18 and change you know, Alice's restaurant, uh, Thanksgiving day massacre. Uh, it's massacre. However, you, I can't do the yeah. accent uh, justice. Uh, it is, it is great. And, and I'm very proud of Frank for remembering that. I'm very disappointed in myself for not remembering that, but it is well worth listening to. It is hilarious. Uh, and it could be, if it wasn't a tradition in your family, you should make it. It's an easy thing to have as a tradition. Um, uh, we'll link to the, uh, the the YouTube video of it because I've had to share that with some people. Um, it's also the rest of the album is pretty entertaining as well. Um, but it's it's a good one. So I'm taking it, Frank, since you shared that you do that at noon or you do that on Thanksgiving as well.
4: Actually, because you started it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh. Uh, so we I, my family been doing that for years. It's actually, the radio station in Philadelphia they play it starting at noon and go. I think it was every two hours they would run it.
0: They do it. Yeah.
4: In, in an entire yeah.
1: WKSU all, all in Ohio does it It's awesome, it's a family tradition for me too I make a lot of references To Group W Bench Yes, yes. Sitting on the Group <laughs> W Bench And either people are blown away By the reference or like have no Bloody <laughs> idea what the hell I'm talking about It's good
0: Does anybody know where that came from? Where Why? I mean I get the Because
1: the th- Arlo Guthrie is a goddamn genius
0: But yeah, otherwise I mean, no I, I get the theme of the song is you know dinners and Thanksgiving you know all of but, that and kind there, stuff. There,
4: but. there was an actual Alice's restaurant up in Western Massachusetts. Uh, I I feel terrible yep. not knowing the full history of this, but uh, there is some factual. Show there's notes. a little factual basis.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely track it down and put that in the show yeah, notes. Yes. But. Um, no, that is a that is a great tradition. So points to Frank for that one. That was worth a cruise for you. You should go on a cruise and, and uh, think of good ideas. All right. Yeah. So. If just
1: check out the Wikipedia article for Alice's Restaurant. It's extensive. Oh,
0: that will we'll put that in the and
2: show notes And written as well. by Joe while he was at work. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I'm a pretty prolific Wikipedian
0: editor or just peruser both yeah uh so there you have it so those are some uh, excellent disaster dad's tra- uh, traditions um and some good safety points to you know avoid either hot button issues within the kitchen or just avoid hot things in the kitchen and nobody gets hurt so um you know do, do any of the dads have any last minute uh, thanksgiving um ideas or words of wisdom that they want to share with the world at large No, no, the wisdom has all gone out on Thanksgiving. Well, from play some some football, watch a parade, and just have fun. Just have fun with whoever you're with, whether it's family, friends, neighbors. uh, If you're hanging out by yourself, watching stuff on TV, enjoy it, have fun. Um, You know, we are. Uh, We're happy that you know we can share some of these pointers with you, and um, you know from all of our families we want to wish everyone a, a Thanksgiving. This episode is coming out a couple days before Thanksgiving, so uh, as you hit the roads, be safe. Uh, we wish you well and enjoy the time as you're listening to this and driving hopefully to wherever your destination is. And um, you know with that, we panic so that you don't have to. Thanks, everyone. Bye. <laughs>